How does our walk with God affect our freedom to choose? Does it really matter what choices we make as long as we try to be a good person overall? How can we honor God in our choices? Let's discuss. This is the Walking in Step with God podcast, and I'm Steve McDonald. Welcome to the Walking in Step with God podcast. Here, we empower you to walk boldly with God. Follow our podcast to stay up to date with new content. Visit our website at walkinginstepwithgod.org for resources, videos of our messages, and more information about our ministry. Once again, that website is walkinginstepwithgod.org. We all have the freedom to choose. God gives each and every person on earth free will. That being said, the choices we make day to day affect not only our lives, but the lives of others. Friends, family, co-workers, and schoolmates are all affected by our choices. How do our choices affect our walk with God? How can our choices affect our faith? In today's message, I would like to dive into three situations that can occur in our day-to-day -day lives where we have the freedom to choose. Let's examine the pros and cons of each choice and learn more about how our choices can nurture our walk with God or move us further away from Him. Number one, now or later. Often we are presented with a situation where there is some action that could be taken by us and we are given the freedom to choose now or later. This can show up in many scenarios. We have homework for school, a project that needs to be done at work, or even a pile of dirty dishes in the sink. In all of these situations, we have the freedom to choose now or later. Putting off things we need to do until later feels good in the moment, but it may have a ripple effect to do more harm than good down the line. Postponing homework or a project may put you in the situation of rushing and producing less quality work. Putting the dishes off may be no big deal at the moment, but later, there may be even more dishes, and you may have an even more difficult time starting the task of cleaning them. Another scenario I would like to present is choosing to help someone in need. There is a homeless epidemic in most cities around the world, and we have all seen homeless individuals in our path walking down the street. If there is a homeless person sitting on the sidewalk in your path, what do you typically do? If you are aiming to honor God, it may cross your mind. I should ask this person if I can offer them a meal. But you have the freedom to choose now or later. You may feel inclined to say in your mind, I will help the next homeless person I see. Or I will help him when I'm walking back later. When this situation presents itself to you, I want to encourage you 
to act in the now. Ask God at that moment if or how you can help this individual. God can and will touch our hearts with direction if we ask him. You never know if God sent you to be the one individual to not walk around the homeless person you see and instead offer them a meal. Number two, should I go with the flow? This next situation can be a real doozy. Let us say you are going to lunch with a number of coworkers. You all get a table at a cozy restaurant and chit chat about work and personal lives. It is a Monday, so you are taking turns providing highlights about your weekend. One by one, as each of your coworkers chimes in, stories are shared of one night stands, the latest horror flick in theaters, and for fanity-laden descriptions of activities with family and friends. One co-worker decides not to describe her weekend, but instead starts a profanity-filled tirade about her manager and how he gets on her last nerve. So it's your turn. What do you do? Every single co-worker at the table has used foul language or shared details about illicit activities that do not honor God. You have the freedom to choose. Do you share your shopping night with a friend, using profanity to fill in the details? Or do you explain it in a way honors God? Do you go with the flow so as to not bring attention to yourself? Or do you stand out as someone that speaks differently from the rest? I encourage you to stand firm in your walk with God and honor your heart. Do not do as others do simply to fit in. In fact, people will notice that you did not use profanity so casually. Over time, your profanity-free speech may bring about a change in the atmosphere of your conversations. For one, Co-workers may learn to cease using profanity out of respect in your presence. Some may even be curious about your ability to not go with the flow and find it in their heart to seek out the reasons you do what you do. Let your behavior stand out as a beacon of light in the world of darkness. Why don't we take a quick break here? I will be right back after this message. Hi everyone, it's Steve McDonald. I'd like to take a moment to share our book of the month. September is National Recovery Month, a time to reflect on faith, hope, and the journey towards recovery. If your family is currently grappling with addiction, I'd like to recommend a book that can offer support and inspiration. Catherine May Inman author of Counting Spoons, knows what it's like to live with addiction. Her memoir reflects her journey with her son's battle with heroin addiction. She reveals how hard life can be for those who are addicted and their families, but also celebrates the beauty of redemption and hope that comes from faith in God's love. Counting Spoons is more than just a story about drugs and recovery. It's a powerful testament to courage, resilience, and faith 
It offers comfort to anyone facing an uncertain future due to someone else's drug use, while giving insight into how even our darkest hours can lead us toward a renewal. If you're looking for inspiration on your own way through this dark time, please read this book. To obtain your copy of Counting Spoons, visit our website at walkingstepwithgod.org book. By using our links, you not only get the book, but you also show your financial support for this ministry. Bless you. Welcome back. Let's continue in our discussion of three specific situations that can occur in our day-to-day lives where we have the freedom to choose. Number three, I can, but should I? The last situation I want to talk about today is a scenario where it is just you alone and you are faced with making choices about participating in the comforts created by man. Don't get me wrong. Not all creations of men are harmful, and most do not go against God's precepts. But there are still many areas in our society and culture that are considered the norm, but do not honor God. For this scenario, feel free to pick your poison. The entertainment industry, such as TV, movies, and music, Drugs and alcohol, wealth, and social status are just a few to consider. I'm going to pick music and share with you my experience. For me, this was one of the areas I made such a dramatic shift in what I choose to listen to day to day. Once upon a time, in my 20s and 30s, I was far from God. I was swimming in the world and all that it has to offer. I did not pray. I did not read the word. I did not have a relationship with God as far as I was concerned. I loved music at the time. I loved music that was perfectly fine in the eyes of God, such as smooth jazz and classical music. But I also loved music that most certainly kept me at a distance from God. I loved hip hop. And one of the artists I used to love was Notorious B.I.G. He was a famous East Coast rapper who was gifted and talented and had some of the most explicit lyrics you will ever hear in music. At the time, I chose to immerse myself in the world of hip hop and all that came with it the glorification of sex, drugs, and violence in the most explicit language you can imagine. And I loved it. Fast forward to the last 10 years. I am a Christian and saved. I am devoted and dedicated to a relationship with God. Every once in a while, I think back to my notorious B.I.G. days. And I think back to how that music made me feel. Lyrics aside, it was among the most creative and beautifully orchestrated beats that I have ever heard, even to this day. So when I'm driving down the road and I open Spotify to play music today, I have the freedom 
to choose. I am all alone, just me and God. I can choose to play my faith-based worship playlist, or I could reminisce and play a track from Notorious B.I.G.'s album, Ready to Die. They both invoke a stirring in me, but what is being stirred? I fully recognize that at this point in my life, I am enjoying a close and very intimate relationship with God and that his light shines brightly in me. I feel his anointing in me to share encouragement through this ministry, and I feel his blessing in every facet of my life. I recognize that when I listen to worship music, the spirit in me is stirred, and I feel God's amazing love inside of me. While I can choose to listen to a track from B.I.G.'s album, Ready to Die, I won't because the stirring I feel when I listen to those beats is not of God, but of the world. In fact, I once tried to listen to a track from that album when I was driving down the highway just a few years ago, and there was a conflict in me I could not describe. My brain was trying to enjoy the beats, but the lyrics were stressing my spirit until I turned it off. The moral of this story is that just because you can choose anything to experience in the world does not mean that you should. I encourage you to be mindful of the types of things you allow yourself to see, hear, eat, and drink. I encourage you to choose the things that honor God and at the very least, do not conflict with the anointing and blessing God seeks for you. In today's message, we discuss three situations where our freedom to choose plays a role in our walk with God. We considered how to approach a scenario in which we can choose to act on something now or later. We consider how to approach a situation where your behavior and actions would defy the status quo. We also discussed that just because you can does not mean that you should. Now we should be mindful of the things we partake in of the world that were created by man. I want to encourage you to pause when you choose between the world and that which honors God. When you are all alone, you are also with God. I want to encourage you to prioritize your walk with God so that you may prioritize the benefits that come from a close and intimate relationship with him. God's ways are not our ways, and his blessing and anointing on your life cannot and will not coexist with the things of the world that do not honor him. I believe we will experience a stronger union with God when he sees that we could have chosen a path that would have been even easier or more pleasurable at the moment and would not honor him, but we choose differently. I believe he is overjoyed when we choose to honor him as we walk in the world, even if it feels challenging and less pleasurable at the moment. Seek God's ways and find yourself on track to realize the blessings he has in store. 
for you. Why don't we close out in prayer? Father Almighty God, I thank you once again for this opportunity to share wisdom as we discuss the fact that you give us free will and therefore we always have the freedom to choose. We have the freedom to choose the world or ways and activities and decisions that would honor you. It is not always easy, Lord, to choose your ways over the world's ways, especially when we are subject to peer pressure, we're having to make a decision in the moment. But as we discussed today, I pray, Father God, that you will um, allow us to feel your presence in the moment when we need to choose and allow us to know that if we choose you, it will always be the best outcome every single time. We know, Father God, that you will have a plan for us, and we know, Father God, that your will is best, and we just ask that you keep in guidance, keep us in guidance, and just uh, watch over us as we make our decisions over the course of our day, and remind us of your presence so that we may uh, hopefully have the will and the strength to choose you over the ways of the world. We pray this trusting and believing in you. Amen. Are you interested in learning more about the sources guiding this message? I invite you to stay tuned after these brief announcements for our Going Deeper with the Word segment. Here we examine how God's Word provides clear guidance and direction about the freedom to choose. If not, I hope and pray you have an amazing week, and we will catch you next time. Bless you. Some messages just hit differently and they beg to be re-listened to. If this message has touched your heart and you want to listen to it again, you can re-watch this video at walkinginstepwithgod.org slash messages. The greatest way that you can get involved with this ministry is to be involved in the community. Here are four specific ways. Join the discussion by asking and engaging with questions in our community space. Share a prayer on our prayer wall or take some time to pray for others. Has our ministry impacted your walk with God? Then share your story and inspire others. Lastly, you can support our ministry as a financial partner so that we can expand our reach and grow the community. Learn more about these opportunities to get involved by visiting walkinginstepwithgod.org slash getinvolved. Welcome to Going Deeper with the Word. In this segment, we welcome people of all backgrounds, religious or not, to review with me the Word of God. The Word of God provides guidance, direction, and instructions for living our lives and walking with God. Let's review examples of God's Word that can lead and guide our steps and back up the principles we learned in today's message. I'll be reading scripture today from the Amplified Bible. Here is our first verse. 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 16. Live as free people, but do not use your freedom as a cover or pretext for evil, but as bondservants of God. In this verse, we see a reference to the fact that freedom can be used as a pretext for evil deeds, that some may use freedom as an excuse to do things or behave in ways that do not honor God. Let us instead use our freedom to make choices that serve and honor God. Let's have a look at another verse. Romans chapter 8, verse 7. The mind of the flesh 
is actively hostile to God. It does not submit itself to God's law, since it cannot. This verse reminds us that our mind has a default posture that seeks things that may at times be sinful. Our minds are hardwired in a way to seek out pleasure. We must actively resist the urge to seek out things of the world that go against God. Just because something feels good does not mean it is something that we should pursue. Let us choose the ways of God over the ways of the world. Let's look at one last verse. Romans chapter 7 verses 15 through 23. For I do not understand my own actions. I do not practice what I want to do, but I am doing the very thing I hate. Now, if I habitually do what I do not want to do, I agree with the law, confessing that it is good, in other words, morally excellent. So now, it is no longer I who do it, but the sin which lives in me. For I know that nothing good lives in me, that is, in my flesh. For the willingness is present in me, but doing of good is not. For the good that I want to do, I do not do, but I practice the very evil that I do not want. But if I am doing the very thing I do not want to do, I am no longer the one doing it, but the sin which lives in me. So I find it to be the law that evil is present in me, the one who wants to do good. For I joyfully delight in the law of God in my inner self, but I see a different law and rule of action in the members of my body, waging war against the law of my mind and subduing me and making me a prisoner of the law of sin, which is within my members. This is quite a bit of scripture, but it is so full of wisdom. It very clearly describes the conflict and even torment we may be battling against the desires of our flesh and the desires of our spirit to remain in line with God's will. As mentioned a few moments ago, this scripture explains the nature of our humanness and its capacity to seek out the worldly things that feel good and feed into the desires of the flesh. It even goes so far as to illustrate the level of conflict and bewilderment at the hardwired way our flesh seeks out pleasure. What this scripture illustrates in great detail is that our freedom to choose is a choice between allowing our flesh to do the default thing, which could result in acting against God's way, or doing the much more difficult thing of choosing to align our actions with God, regardless of the discomfort or inconvenience. Stay encouraged. Aligning ourselves with God's way is the best way to experience the fruit of his blessing and anointing. Thank you for your time in reviewing these verses with me today. And thank you for the opportunity to share encouragement. Here at Walking in Step with God, we truly appreciate your support. We are fully committed to Christ and the community, and we invite you to join us in fellowship and to seek opportunities for fellowship in your local community as well. Have an amazing week, and we will see you next time. Bless you. Thank you for listening. Please share this podcast with others if this message has blessed you. 
Consider becoming a supporter of Walking in Step with God to help others walk boldly with God. Visit our website at walkinginstepwithgod.org to learn more.